Inspiring you to set the marketplace ablaze in partnership with an awesome and limitless God. This is the Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur Podcast, and this isn't business as usual. Here's your host and Chief Fire Igniter, Shay Vines. Welcome back to the Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur Podcast. This is your host, Shay Vines, and our goal here is to inspire you to operate your business completely yielded and in partnership with our awesome and limitless God. Today's conversation is with S.J. Meeson, founder of Christian Women in Business, also known as CWIB. We chat about her adventure of getting a word from God to inspire women and how that led to a movement of Christian women in Australia and beyond who really desire to glorify God through their businesses. It's such a testimony of the power of obedience. Moving forward without all the details, and even moving forward when it doesn't make sense. Over and over, SJ has seen the favor and the provision of God as she took steps forward in faith. Now, before we get started, I want to make sure that you know all about our Firestarter School. Firestarter School walks you through key foundations and practical applications that help you to confidently partner with God at greater levels in your business. It's all about positioning you to experience his best and have a greater kingdom impact in the marketplace. It's an MP3 audio course available via mobile app. So I guess you can say it's like having me as a mentor in your pocket. I truly believe that if you are a listener of this podcast and you enjoy what you're hearing and learning, you are going to want to grab Firestarter School. And guess what? Lifetime access to this course is available at the price of your choice. Yes, you heard that correctly. So head over to our website at kingdomdrivenentrepreneur.com slash Firestarter School and get all the details. Now let's get started with today's conversation with SJ Meeson. Listen in and enjoy. SJ Meeson, how are you? I am very well, thank you, Matt. How are you? I'm doing great. So I got to tell everybody who's listening that it is 6 a.m. in Australia now. (laughs) It is. (laughs) Before we hit record, I asked SJ if these were the first words she has muttered for the day, and she said yes. (laughs) I think it came out, yes. (laughs) so this is going to be fun this will be a fun chat for you to have first thing in the morning over there so thank you so much for joining me i'm looking forward to this chat thanks for the opportunity absolutely we had you on our show the other day so it's a privilege and honor to be switched around and be on the other seat you're an awesome lady so Uh, thank you so much and i had fun i had fun on your podcast and so i appreciate you having me so listen, I want to explore your story. You and I have a heart for the same thing, which is, you know, we love God, we love people, we love business and love seeing how they all come together and really helping, uh, helping people to do, you know, business with God, right? And integrate faith in their work. And so I would love to explore your story of kind of how you got started in business and how kind of God kind of led you over to the work that you're doing now with Christian Women in Business. So let's start by having you share uh, just how you got started in business. Yeah, sure. So um, it was a little bit by accident um, <clears throat> and at the same time, uh, awesome story. So it started off uh, in property, actually. Um, husband and I were trying to find our first 
home to buy, our first house to buy. Um, And we found, we were looking for two years. We were very particular. And we came across a property and um, it had some land on it. And we we kind of thought, oh, you know, we could probably do something with that land. And we had absolutely no idea. <laughs> um, but when I walked in the house, I I just got a clear voice in my head that said, you are to buy this house. This is mm-hmm. the one. I'm like, okay. I wasn't really too keen on the house itself um, to begin with when I was looking at the photos. But as soon as I stood in it, I was like, you know, got the voice. Okay, this is it. Yes. So we managed to get it for, when we look back now, a really good price, (laughs) um, which was lucky. And then some friends of ours, we were exploring what we could do. And some friends of ours kind of said, you know, you could actually do quite a bit with this land. Um, And they kind of put forward some opportunities. And so we're like, okay, that could could work. Um, And at the time we were just looking at, I don't know what you call them in the USA, but here we call them granny flats. Um, you said granny flats? Granny flats. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a little extended room that's on its own in the garden and it's built for grannies. And we were like, okay. So we actually went to see a draftsman um, to see what we could get drawn up. And as he was looking at the land, he was like, guys, you can't just build granny farm here you can actually build a house we were like hey eh? <laughs> <laughs> so that kind of accidentally got us into um investing and and okay well how does this all work and then what came up out of that was um you know you could actually do this and make a profit uh we were like oh okay <laughs> um so then we began to learn about like this is really basic but you really like stumbled into this thing yeah we were like oh you know okay well let's give it a go and so we basically sold everything that we had we moved out of the house we knocked down about 22 trees that was exciting um (laughs) and basically did all we could to try and make this development work um and it did which was great and and through that we began to learn like we just got on this whole learning path of learning about property, learning about investing. Um, and then along the way, somewhere in there, um, I began to learn about marketing as well. This was a few years ago now. And I was like, oh man, this is just so interesting. Um, and basically got addicted <laughs> to learning about digital marketing and all this other stuff. But along the way, um, I guess my first kind of real encounter, like I was a Christian before that, but my first encounter with God and kind of going, oh, how does this all melt, like merge together, was um, after looking at what profits you can make yes, um, within developing and stuff like that. And I was like, oh my gosh, like the original... Thing of the churches, you know, money is the root of all evil and la 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 la. And then I'm like, God, here we are about to do this in the house. <laughs> Bye. Well, look, um, wait, hold on a second. Hold on a second right there. Is that a message? Like when you were growing up in church, was that the message that you kind of received? Or is, was that something that was kind of common to you? Or was that kind of the language that people were using around you? So I didn't grow up in a church. Okay. I had, I'd only been saved for a couple of years before that. 
Um, so I was brought up in a very, so I'm from England originally and there's different classes in England. And so mm-hmm. we were very much a country working class family that lived in and close to mining towns. So, um, you know, you looked up to people with money and thought that they were all snobs. Uh, <laughs> but you looked basically. up to them? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I guess the general vibe was that our pastor at the time, he was very, very business-minded. Um, I guess it was more just core values and beliefs that I got from somewhere that I have yeah. no idea where, where yeah. I just felt guilty for it. And so I went to church one day for some prayer because it was on my mind uh, because also I felt a need to want to make money as well. It wasn't sure. just that we were making this. I was like, I actually want to keep doing this. How does this all work? Um, and so I went for prayer um, and the, I kind of said to the girls, I don't want to tell you what I want prayer about. I just want to hear from God. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they prayed for me. And the first thing that came out of their mouths was, it's okay. I know what you're doing and you're doing a good job. I was like, wow. Okay. Well, (laughs) that's cool. So that kind of then got me thinking, okay, so while I'm learning all about this other stuff, what does God actually say about building business, marketing, um, wealth, money, and all that kind of thing. So I kind of went into what felt like a five-year Bible study. Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, of learning all of what God has to say about money and, you know, there's all these different contradiction opinions, you know, well, what does the truth actually say? Um, And so while I was kind of on that, on that trip of learning what God had to say, um, I started uh, a few businesses um, and one of them was kind of mentoring um, as, as I was learning, I was wanting to share what I'd learned. Yes. So other people kind of didn't feel bad, but at that point I didn't have God kind of at the front end of the business. He was at the back end for his, what I was learning and what I was doing, but I didn't really promote that I was a lover of Jesus and, you know, so, um, but I did get to a point where I was like, should I start doing this? Like, should I start sharing that? Jesus loves you and it's okay to make money at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went to a conference and um, I basically it was the first Christian business conference in Australia. We're quite behind here. Um, <laughs> and so I went to it and I was like, God, you know, if, if this is what you want me to do, I can do this. And it, all of this kind of mentoring stuff stemmed out of my husband, bless him, he <laughs> he wrote on a post-it note our strengths and on one of the strengths for SJ it was um I think it said encouraging and empowering women or something like that and I kind of thought oh well, you know that's cool I could do that so I just stopped doing it <laughs> and then I, here I am at this fort road again okay well now well, should I involve God in the center of this or or not and I, I ended up doing it and because I I did that. I then changed all my marketing. So on my Instagram, there wasn't really much around back then, but I started sharing about God and business and business quotes that were in the Bible, you know, that had values, whatever. And 
uh, a woman got in contact with me going, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. Another Christian woman in business who's in Australia. Like we have to meet. I was like, okay. So we met um, and that's Meg's. So she does all our branding and everything. Um, She was like, we just, it was like we were sisters that had known each other for a hundred years and it was awesome. Similar to your story. Yeah, um, so exactly what I was thinking. Of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so um, <clears throat> we met a few times and we were just kind of like, where are all the other Christian women in business? Like, So we searched around the internet and we were like, there's no actual community for chicks to come and just talk about God and life and kids and business and how does that all merge together and et cetera, et cetera. And so Meg's one day kind of said, you know, it it would be cool if there was a place for women to come and meet. I was like, yes, (laughs) it would be nice. (laughs) Um, And so we started chatting and dreaming about it. Um, And it took me a while to come around because, you know, you have to wait, as you know, you have to wait up the sacrifice. Am I ready to put my all in for this? Yes. Um, Am I willing to say yes? And uh, one day I went online to see if the domain Christian Women in Business was free. Um, and it was. So I was like, okay, I'll buy it. <laughs> so I bought it. <laughs> and then I went and back and told Meg. She was like, awesome. So are we doing this? And I'm like, okay, let's, let's do it. Um, and so uh, I started just doing a little bit of market research, you know, putting the feelers out there. Is this what people want? started to build an audience with it and it was apparent that it was what people were after. Um, And so Meg's kind of said, okay, well, if we're going to do this, you know, don't worry about your branding. Um, I'd love to work in the back end and just make everything look pretty. That's great. Um, Well, I got to tell you, she's doing a fantastic job because everything does look quite pretty. Yeah. Yeah. She's just working in her gifting. (laughs) She's amazing. Um, Thank you, Megs, if you're listening. <laughs> and um, yeah, so she was like, I'll design everything. And then I knew a web developer, so he helped me pull the website together. Um, and then I was like, okay, God, well, if we're going to do this, we're going to need a place to launch. Like, let's launch this properly. Um, and that was all I said. And then I had a message from a lady on Facebook saying, we have to talk. I was like, okay. I'm like, what are you going to do now, God? Um, And we met and she was like, I was thinking of Roman, a Christians, women in business conference in Australia. I was going to have it in November, but God's given me, told me not to do it then. Um, Can you tell me the date that you're thinking of launching CWIB? And so I said, oh, you know, the 11th of February. She was like, yep, that's the date God's given me. (laughs) You want to come and launch at our conference? I was like, sure. <laughs> so I didn't have to worry about launching it. God had already sorted that out. Um, and then the rest that. is history, really. So now we have, obviously, we have our membership, uh, which is a, a community. Um, we have the digital magazines. We have a podcast. We have an app. Um, it's all kind of just been a learning curve of, okay, how can we better serve our community? How can... So our three words are encourage, strengthen, unite. So it was like, okay, so how can we do that to the best of our ability to serve the women who need it? So yeah, it's kind of just taken off. And this <laughs> is, how many, years, how many years in are we? Are, is this like year three now? For CWRB, we're into year three. Yeah. 
That's, yeah. That is fantastic. What I love about your story, SJ, is how it was almost like you just started taking, you just started taking steps, right? Yeah. You're kind of like, okay, you weren't quite sure if you were all in yet, but you're like, you know, I'm just going to take some steps in this direction. I feel like, you know, this is on my heart. Let, let's, see, let's see where this goes. And as you were moving, it was like you were getting confirmation after confirmation and just seeing God's provision and seeing his favor, like every step of the way that it's almost like it can, it helps to encourage you along the path to just go, to go all the way in. Absolutely. It does. Yeah. And it's, it's cool because when you work in the kingdom, that's when these testimonies start coming out and that's when you can share them and that's when it brings glory. Yes. Um, and God gives you those opportunities to be, people can relate to the stories that you share like that. So it's just such a great opportunity to be able to bring glory through that um, and, and have that experience in that favor. It's just, I just sit here and roar sometimes because you just <laughs> cannot believe what unfolds in front of you. And you feel like, not that you're worthless or anything, but you do sometimes go, you know, God, what have I done to, to deserve such, um, I don't know how to say it. It's just very overwhelming sometimes, the yeah. love of God, you know? Are you yeah. just like, man, this is just next level. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's, it truly is like, a, it's an honor and a privilege, you know? And when you sit there and you think about, well, I never necessarily thought that I'd be doing this or God gives you vision for something of the way forward. And you're just like, wow, I never really saw that. And so it's just a privilege to be able to see like that that's on his heart concerning you. Yeah, so good. Absolutely. I love it. So tell me a little about, so you have the Christian Women in Business, which is, I mean, it's a global thing, but you, it sounds like you also have a, a nice local focus there in Australia. Yeah, absolutely. Um, my heart is for Australia. There's no doubt about that. I love the country. I love the people. Um, it's a very different culture to England, even though we all speak English. Uh, but I do have a lot heart for the, the locals. Um, we wanted to bring, there's a lot of online stuff and we wanted to bring a real intimate experience. We're an island basically yes. in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> We're a really, really new country. So Australia's just over 200 years old. Um, so it's still in the early, even though we've got cities and things, it's still really in the early stages of development um, compared to somewhere like the USA where you guys are really built up now and you've got, right. your, you've got your foundation. So um, often... Aussies can feel quite isolated. There's not much resources. Actually, in Australia, you often have to go and travel um, overseas for summits and for awesome things. But, I mean, we're slowly catching up. So my heart is to, to keep it in Australia, keep it Australian. But that doesn't mean that we don't have a heart for the globe either. Um, so we've got members from England, Scotland, uh, Ireland, uh, South America, South, uh, South Africa, sorry, Switzerland. <laughs> we had offers Swedish, uh, America, obviously Canada. So yeah, it's kind of, but they love the Aussiness about it. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, people are like, why don't you go to the USA? I'm like, no, we're Australian. I don't need to. <laughs> yeah. This is where God's put us. God, 
That's one right. of the pair. Um, oh, so that doesn't good. mean that you can't join in on the fun and, you know, put a snag on the Barbie, even though no one says that. Uh, <laughs> what is it that people always say? Someone said it in one of those rude movies that was, uh, I can't remember what it was, but it was an American movie and he's like, let's put another shrimp on the Barbie. I'm like, no one says <laughs> like, that. Says that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's so funny. But I love that. And I love that, I mean, that you're unapologetically focused on where you have a heart for. I mean, e- and even in your domain name, it is not .com. It's .com.au. It's very clearly, this is Australia. Australia is on our heart. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's a great opportunity for other people to come experience Australia as well. Like, we're not saying don't come to our conferences or anything like that. We're like, our doors are wide open. Come and have a real Aussie experience over here. We have some folks... And in our Igniter's mentoring program from New Zealand and Australia. And I keep telling them, I was like, we've got to, we've got to have a, we have to have a gathering in Australia sometime. Yeah, man. Let us know when you come over and we put shrimp on the bar. Put some shrimp on the bar. <laughs> I was just about to say that. <laughs> put some shrimp on the barbie. That is hilarious. Okay. So now SJ, I would love to explore what it looks like for you. You know, oftentimes here on the podcast, we're talking about just this journey of what it's like to just be led by God. Sometimes it's a journey that takes you in places you just never really anticipated. Sometimes there's decisions that you wouldn't have normally have made, but the Lord led you in a particular direction. And you just said, okay, I'm going to go for it if you said so, Lord. So I'd love to explore what it looks like for you just from an operational standpoint to just do business in a way that's really led by God and in partnership with him? Um, well, I guess I'll give our marketing example as an example of that. So um, I set our calendar. Um, people think I'm weird because I actually operate kind of a year in front. I'm never actually at today. <laughs> I'm always looking into the future and going, okay, when do we need to plan that? What does need to happen with that? Because when you're on conferences and things, you need to be ahead of time. Yes. Because you need to start promoting in time. And uh, also when you run a community, you also need to be planning, you know, what's coming up, when's this, how's this all going to negotiate together? And so <clears throat> I'm going to give you a couple of different examples. So the first one is um, when we first launched CWIB and we opened up the membership um, I, obviously I knew that I wanted to do a membership model um, and that was going to work. Like you have to make a business kind of work for you, for you and your family or your lifestyle as well. So I knew I wanted it to be a membership. Um, and when we had our first uh, intake, um, we were open for about two weeks. It was really successful. And then God said, shut the doors. Mm-hmm. Um, and Megan and I both heard that very clearly. So I was like, okay, I'll shut the doors. Um, because I, I knew I wanted a membership, but I wasn't sure how all that was going to, the marketing was going to work and things. Um, and, and so we had the first intake. God said, shut the doors. Um, and so I was like, okay, so maybe we are just going to do an intake process throughout the year. Um, and so I trusted in that. And, and different people would challenge me. So <laughs> those challenges might, like the questions were, well, what if the clients, it's like, what if the member's hot right then and you don't have your membership open? And I'm like, that's okay. Interesting right. God. Like, this yes. is how it works. Yes. Um, and so people just freaked out. 
Um, and you have to fight against them freaking out, reassuring them and reassuring yourself that you've That's made right. the right decision. Um, and so I kept getting challenged. I kept getting challenged. And um, I was like, okay. So we did it for a year. It was really successful. So I followed God for a year. Then thought, I'm not going to follow God. I'm going to follow people. <laughs> so I, I gave in and tried a different way of doing it. Um, and it did okay. Uh, it wasn't the best. It was nowhere near like our first year. Um, and I learned a lot of lessons. And then I'm like, you know what? Screw humans. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll go with God on this one. <laughs> I'm going with God and I'm just going to trust. He's giving me open doors, closed doors. I'm going to shut on. I'm going to work with that. Yes. And so, um, so that brings us to this year, year three. And I was like, okay, guys, sorry for the ultimate confusion of what our market's marketing's been telling you for the past year. We're now going to be going back to intakes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so we did our first intake after conference this year and it was amazing. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so got ideas, I tell you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> first lesson, always listen to God. Second lesson, always go back to rule number one. <laughs> it will save you a lot of time, heartache and money. So um, so that was the first kind of thing. So I guess, listeners, my, my first kind of experience for you is, uh, to you and the bit of wisdom that I've, I'm still learning is um, if God gives you something, just go with it. Don't doubt it. Don't listen to humans. They're there to confuse you. Stick with God keep your eye on him. Um, uh, he knows the best way. He knows the best things for your business. Uh, just keep open to that. Just keep trusting it. Even when people challenge you on it, even if they've got the most beautiful heart, you still have to, as a leader, um, and as you get more confident in yourself and your leading ability, you have to listen and trust in that voice. And that comes with time. It comes with errors. It comes with learning. So give yourself a break if you're feeling pressured. Um, you know, everyone needs a bit of grace. Every, well, I mean, we all need grace, but <laughs> For give sure. yourself a bit of grace <laughs> and just relax and, you know, really mold into your own leader, like who you are, how you think, how you work with God. And it's okay to say, actually, I don't think that's going to work for my business. Take, yeah. I always take things on board and listen, but then it's okay to make a decision that actually that's not gonna that's not gonna work for my business and I'm okay with that and that's you maturing as a leader that's you maturing in your business and it's okay to have those boundaries and then those points where you're like actually that's not gonna work for me so that was that was the first example can I share another one please yeah so my second one is again it's marketing again and that's knowing when to launch things and knowing when to do them. So uh, we did a webinar um, in our first year and it just didn't feel right. Uh, but I thought, you know what, let's just give it a shot anyway um, and, and see how this goes. So it did the webinar um, and I think only a few people signed up and it didn't go that great. And I was like, uh, I'm never going to do webinars ever again. Um, <laughs> And I just thought, oh gosh. And so I just left it. It was the wrong timing. God hadn't told me to do it. 
So I was stepping, first lesson, I was stepping out and more of above than what God had told me to do. So it didn't work. Um, and I just thought I'd do it off my own back. So sometimes you have ideas. Sometimes you do need to go for them. And sometimes you don't. So that was my lesson in that. And then like nine months later, I was on holiday, literally in the middle of the bush, no signal, nothing. And I just heard from God and he said, you need to do a webinar. I was like, <laughs> okay, I'll quickly grab my notepad. Um, so like, I'll, I grabbed my notepad and I started writing and he gave me the title for it. He gave me what he wanted me to share um, and how it was going to look. I was like, yep, okay. No worries. Can't do anything about it now. I'm just going to enjoy my holiday. And then when we get back, I'll, I'll do it. And he gave me a date for it. So when we got back from holiday, I um, got everything set up in the back end and then um, went to start promoting it. So we'd gone from like, I think 10 people not that numbers should matter. Don't compare your numbers to mine. This is just an example of showing you when you do things God's way and when you do things your own way. So please don't compare yourself or anything like that. That This is just for... I can the tell story. you're a mentor. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, so we went... Yeah, so we had our first webinar, 10 to 12 people, never doing webinars again, gone to holiday. God told me you're going to do a webinar. Okay. God, there better be more than 10 people this time because it's a lot of effort putting into doing a webinar. It is. Um, and we had over 600 people join and I didn't use one paid advertisement. Come oh, on, maybe on. I did. I maybe Listen. 25 bucks, like nothing. And Sorry, what were you going to say? I, did, I, was gonna, <laughs> I was just saying, there is nothing like a divinely timed instruction. Like... <laughs> There's nothing like it. That was a divine download. You got strategy. It was like, listen, time for you to do a webinar. Here's the download. Here's how the webinar should look. Here's the things that you need to share. And here is the timing for which you to do it, for, for you to do it. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, okay, now Lord, like, you're the best business partner. Yeah. <laughs> we'll try yeah. it your way. Yeah. <laughs> and you got 60 times the result. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> with hardly any effort, right? <laughs> we just put call to actions on our social media. Yes, that was yes. as simple as it was. Come and on. so, I gave those two examples to show you what happens. Listening, sorry, that sounded bossy, but to give an example <laughs> of what happens when you do things on your own terms in your business. Yeah, and then what it's like to operate with God. Yeah. So That's if you're it. thinking like, oh my gosh, I don't feel like I'm doing anything right now and you're not hearing from God. That's okay. Don't do anything. <laughs> like just keep doing what you're doing, but don't feel like you have to do anything extra. Just wait. God will let you know when it's the right time to do stuff in your business. He'll give you the download. He'll give you the amplification of your marketing when you feel like you're just putting out a couple of social media posts, he'll take it beyond that. So don't feel like you're not doing um, the wrong thing by maybe you're in a quiet season or 
you know, things have gone a little quiet. Everything in business happens for a reason. God's got it sorted and he'll let you know when he wants you to do something. (laughs) Those are two really great examples. I love it. So you and Megan, you two are, are you two business partners? Are you partners in Christian Women in Business? No, we're not partners, but we are partners. If that okay, you're not like legally, sense. you're not legally on no. paper corporate partners. No, no. When we first went ahead, we can't, I kind of said to Megs, you know, how do you want to do this? Um, and Megs is um, uh, an amazing support. She is my rock in the like human rock obviously jesus is your rock rock she's my human rock um and i am so blessed to have her in my life and she's an amazing person she's got an amazing heart she makes sure i stay on track right if i'm having a bad moment or i'm feeling bitterness she's the one that cracks the whip and brings me back and says (laughs) what would god do so without her like i would not be a little bit better than what I was because I mean you can never be perfect right but she is she is definitely a huge part of CDIB that people don't see but when we first started um she was like you know what you just take this I want to be in the background I was like you know you sure yeah okay let's do this so um I've basically been the front end the face the main person that people know about right. on the front end if that does that make sense I don't yeah. know how you say that without yeah, you, every everything <laughs> everything you said made sense <laughs> okay cool I'm like I don't want to sound like I'm just, just you didn't sound any kind of way <laughs> okay cool like so that's that's my role but Megs plays a massively crucial part in the back end so whenever anything goes wrong she's a phone call away that was a really long answer to your question of are that's we cool. partners in crime it. We are in a kingdom. We're not on earth. So we're not legally binding, but in the kingdom, we are partners. Yes. We're partners in crime. Yeah, I love it. I love it. So good. I appreciate you sharing your story. This has been such a, first of all, you're fun. So this has been a fun chat. <laughs> <laughs> and I think a, a really powerful testimony of of really just trusting God and just working in his grace and just and also, I love that, you know, you've, you have hooked up, that's kingdom collaboration. You've hooked up with someone where they can, where both of you can bring your giftings to the table to move, you know, to move the ball forward on the thing that God's placed on your hearts. And so, so good. I love all of it. Yeah, no, it's good. It's a good journey. It's cool to share it. You can't have this kind of journey and not share it. That's like, right. It'd be a waste of an opportunity. So I am very, very grateful for the opportunity to share so SJ, how do people get connected with what you're doing? Where do they go? Uh, well, you can, if you've got a mobile phone, you can go onto um, Apple, uh, Google Play or the App Store and search Christian Women in Business and you can download our app and everything is on there. So there's daily Bible verses, there's our podcasts, there's uh, all our events are on there. So if you are in Australia, um, you can see where our meetups are. If you're in the USA, we do have online stuff as well at different time zones, different times of the day. So we try and cater for everyone. Um, but yeah, everything's on the app. So that's probably the easiest. And you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and we've got our website. Very good. I love it. Well, thank you so much, SJ. I really appreciate you. Yeah, no worries. Thanks for having me. 
Thanks for joining us on the Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur Podcast. If you've enjoyed what you've heard today, we encourage you to subscribe and spread the word. And don't forget, you can gain access to even more resources, plus a thriving community of fire starters by visiting our website at kingdomdrivenentrepreneur.com.